0: Welcome to the Sal Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. We have a five-game slate today. Some weekend NBA content on March 7th here around 5.30 a.m. East Coast time while I record this. So in case any news comes out, that's why. Welcome back. Hopefully you were enjoying the start to your weekend. Had a fun Friday night, had a nice DFS night, and had a piece of 23x, yes, if you did not play last night, Aaron Baines. Flat minimum. We talked about him on the show as 100% if he's going to start. No DeAndre Ayton, injuries everywhere. No Cam Johnson either in in the front court for Phoenix. And he goes for 69 fantasy points at $3,000. He had 30. Plus fantasy points in the first quarter. He 10x in the first quarter. Um, he had like 15x in half, and then he ends up going out and dropping 69. Absolutely unreal. You needed him at $3,000 without a doubt. Otherwise, you did not place in anything. And hopefully, if you had him, you did place because pretty hard not to at that point. He was highly owned. I mean, 60, 50% owned in a lot of contests. But for the outcomes that he had, you cleared away half the field if uh, you ended up going with him and they didn't. But, anyways, welcome. I appreciate y'all being here for another episode of this show and this podcast. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to say that today's episode is sponsored by Superdraft. Look, you've probably heard me say it a couple times. Maybe you've seen Superdraft's name somewhere else, but I have the multipliers on my screen. I have the projections for Superdraft. It is a fun spot to play. Um, they have just a few thousand dollars to first contest early in the weeks, Mondays, Tuesdays, even Wednesdays. They have $10,000 first contest all throughout the week. It goes to like seven, 5,000. So they have another one today. Superdraft, it's a multiplier format. You don't have to worry about salary caps. You pretty much say, who has the best value at that point? Whose projection is going to get the highest multiple multiplier compared to what my projections say? Now, if you don't have projections, I have those available with Fantasy Draft and DraftKings linked down below for NBA and my player pools, my interests, all that. You could ask me questions as well on Patreon uh, if you are interested over there. It's all me. I'm an independent content creator, so if you want to check that out, you can go ahead and try and support me over there. <clears throat> but Superdraft, a fun place to play. We've had two patrons since them being a sponsor now for what's today's date they've been a sponsor for about eight or nine days of this channel and we have two patreons take down the uh the first place prize pool there. So, uh, using the projection, so you can check that out if you are indeed interested. And if you want to get $10 free upon deposit, there's a link down below. If you click that link, it will get you that. Um, it is a $10 promo code LinkedIn. in. You could also use the, the word Sal, just S A L, my name, that is Sal, to let them know you came from me. But the bigger benefit for you is if you click that link, because it would all mat- automatically enter it. So, you don't have to worry about cookies or anything or mobily getting messed up if you use the mobile code. That's that. That's that's plugging Superdraft. That's plugging the, the the projections. I'll have some N- NBA content throughout the weekend. I'll have some PGA content this weekend. The players is already out. And then the XFL will be live later today. And the tiers and rankings are out for that if you are indeed interested. We had a contest on, on um, a really good one, uh, uh, over 100 retweets. A lot of people entered for Fantasy Draft for two tickets into their entry. I'll be announcing that today over on Twitter. But another contest will be starting for the podcast. $50 on the weekend if you like the podcast, uh, follow it on whatever platform, multiple if you want multiple entries. And if you leave a review, it counts as three entries on Stitcher or and or Apple You'll get yourself into a raffle for a fifty dollar weekend giveaway. Uh, you could also subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and lead, hit a notification bell to get in as well. That's a ton of plugs because it's weekend content and there's a lot of just giveaways um, and, and things to plug there. But we're out of the way with that. Uh, thank you for sticking through all of that. But let's get into the injury news. You have Atlanta with Trey Young. He is going to be questionable. He missed last night with an illness. Uh, they said flu-like symptoms. Everybody was thinking that it was a coronavirus. I even had a little bit of a tweet saying that, uh, of course, or, or this coronavirus is the real deal. It actually knew to attack the weakest and, and more defender in the nba uh just having a little fun with it right i mean come on this thing's this thing's pretty much the flu um but yeah, it's it's a situation where he is fine. He said it's I'm not that sick. I'm fine in terms of not having coronavirus, but he is still experiencing flu-like symptoms. And it hasn't just been last night. It's been about four or five days now. So keep a close eye on Trey Young because if I pull up the on-off numbers with Trey Young off the court, you get John Collins leading the team. You take Jabari Alan Crab, Alex Len, guys who also aren't on the team anymore, but for the season, in around 300 minutes of play, John Collins has a 27.1 percent usage rate that leads the team. Cam Reddish goes up to a 24.8 percent usage rate that's second on the team in 280 minutes, Jeff Teague only has a 20.9% usage rate. So you saw Teague becomes a chalk last night because of how cheap he was. But Teague gets a little bit of a price bump, still cheap, but all these guys will have interest. Kevin Hoarder, 21% usage rate, but it's really John Collins. Pretty obvious he's going to be expensive. But Cam Reddish is sneakily sneakily the guy who sees a huge usage bump as well. If you're talking fantasy point production, if Trey Young was to miss yet again today, you end up having John Collins as a 1.22 fantasy point per minute producer. um, And Cam Reddish goes to a one01 So reddish Collins the big bumps but then Jeff T gets 0.98 so those are the three guys who see the best fantasy point per minute production Kevin Horder will be an appealing option because he just plays the biggest minutes of all the players in this team 35 to 38 minutes at 0.89 is going to look pretty good For Cleveland, this is pretty crazy, but I believe right now we have listed on here 12 injuries, and six of them are the Cleveland Cavs. Andre Drummond, Tristan Thompson, questionable. Both centers are questionable. Both centers have missed the past couple of days. Drummond with a calf, Tristan Thompson with a knee. I don't know what to do with these guys at this point. They're playing Denver, so it's a tough matchup for them and whoever starts. Um, You have Larry Nance priced up to the 7K range now on a five-game slate. I still think it's in play if he's going to play huge 35-plus minutes, but I'm just hoping that we get news um, before this one starts, so I don't have to worry about projecting anything. This Cleveland game starts at 7.30. There is a lock at 7 with Detroit and Utah, so really hoping we get news. Cleveland's been very good about giving us news uh, already, but they're just down so many bodies. You have Darius Garland out with a groin injury, and he's expected to remain out, they said, for at least a week to two weeks, and at that point, just end his season, right? Uh, There's only a month left in the season. Alfonso McKinney is actually questionable, though, with a foot. Uh, Dean Wade is questionable with an ankle. And Kevin Porter Jr. is out with a concussion. So what happens here? Well, Dean Wade being questionable is actually important, believe it or not. That's why I listed him here, because the Erase Garland's out again. There's 33 to 35 minutes gone. Kevin Porter's out. He was playing 35 plus minutes with all these injuries. He's done with a concussion. Alfonso McKinney's foot, who has not been playing as of late, is important because he's going to have to play 20 plus minutes if he's healthy. There's still no Dante in here. They just don't have any bodies in Cleveland, depending on what happens with Andre Drummond interest in Thompson. So keep a close eye on that. If Drummond and Thompson are in, I mean, $6,200 Thompson was seeing more minutes than Drummond when both were healthy. Um, I think they're going to just end up splitting minutes. It's a tougher matchup. Drummond's $8,400. So I'll have interest in whichever center is in if the other one is out. So if Drummond's in and and Thompson is out and there's no minutes limit, yeah, $8,400 Drummond looks really appealing around a 1.3 per minute guy um, and should play 30 plus minutes but you can keep a close eye on that over on Patreon. I'll be sure to update the projections throughout the day, without a doubt today, um, up until lock. So you can check that one out over there. It's really hard to just pick this team apart right now because Chetty Osmond should see a huge bump with no more Kevin Porter, still Garland out. Matthew Delvedova has been playing huger minutes. He should see a decent size bump. They brought in Pointier, um and just a wild name on him at $3,000 flat. He's a shooting guard, small forward to kind of take the place of Garland, but I don't know how many minutes he's actually going to play. It might just be a Dean Wade role where Wade kind of came off the bench and played 15 minutes or so in the last game so keep a close eye on this whole team it is a mess but just know that right now Garland and Porter and Exum are officially out the ones that you're waiting to see the status on Deed Wade who played 16 minutes in the last game Alfonso McKinney who has missed the past few games but when he was playing he was playing around 18 to 20 minutes uh in in, on for this team Tristan Thompson Drummond both out Moving into Golden State now, Draymond Green is questionable with a knee injury, and this is going to be pretty important because, well, I mean, you've had Eric Pascal looking pretty good as of late. Eric Pascal, even with um, Steph coming back and playing 27 minutes, which is sort of the upper range of what I would have had him at, I put him at 25 in my projections in the last game you end up having Eric Pascal continuing to play 30 plus minutes, even with Steph in there and continuing to be productive. He's 5,500 today. He's played in his last four games, all with Draymond out 33, 33, 35 and 32 minutes. And he's topped 32 or more fantasy points in each of those games. The $5,500 price point is fantastic. Steph's going to open up assist opportunities for him. um, And Steph's also going to close out assist opportunities on the Eric Pascal side to increase his assist numbers. You saw eight assists in the last game, um, the first game back with Steph Curry. But if Draymond's in, I'm just not going to have interest because 28 minutes of Draymond is direct going to impact Eric Pascal Kevon Looney is out yet again with the hit uh heading over to Philadelphia still no Ben Simmons still no Joel Embiid still no Josh Richardson so the same news goes there for those three guys Just to give you a little bit of a heads up on what happens when all that happens, um, the league leader in usage when that happens is going to end up being 201 minutes of no Simmons, Embiid, or Richardson. Tobias Harris, shouldn't surprise many people, 26.1% usage rate. Number two is actually Shake Milton with 25.3% usage rate. Alec Burks in just 90 minutes of plays at a 25% usage rate. Um, So the big one that you want to have, you saw him drop 50 plus again last time out, is Tobias Harris. He's still pretty affordable today. Uh, The point per minute production ends up being Al Horford, a 1.17 fantasy point per minute production producer leads the team. Fourcon corkmass in 192 minutes is actually at 0.87, which is interesting if he was to draw a start. It's just worrisome for his minutes. But the leader in point-per-minute production with these three guys off the court is indeed Tobias Harris. 201 minutes of play now. If you want to know just how much that adds up to, it's probably around six games or so with the minutes that Harris is playing. Uh, it's a 1.2 fantasy point-per-minute producer. So Harris is number one with all these guys off the court. Horford is number two. Alec Burke is actually number three, but they're just not playing in more than 20 minutes. And Shake Milton is number four. Shake Milton shooting a little bit out of his head right now. The 1.11 fantasy point per minute production is probably a little bit inflated. So let's move over now to the early interest page, where I do have a good amount of players listed on this type of a slate. I appreciate once again you all being here. And if you do want to check out Superdraft and you want to get $10 of free play, you can do so. Um, by using the link down below in the description of this YouTube video and also on the podcast video. You can just check it out. Um, if you want to go over to the site and just use promo code Sal, that should work as well. But I've had a lot of people have a lot more success just with the link. It's easier. It takes you right to the signup page. You get to go. Uh, and also, if you want to check out Patreon, that's linked up down below as well. Or if you just want to search Patreon Sal Vetri, Check all of that out. My projections are there. Updated interest pools throughout lock. On a five-game slate of this size, I currently, as you see, have 22 players to give you on this sheet. Now, some of these players might come off based on injury. Some of these players, I might just run my projections. I haven't done them yet for today on the weekend. And I just might say, hey, you know what? I don't actually like them as much as I thought I would. So these players will change, but on a five-game slate, I'm still going to have probably somewhere around 40 players. So this is about half of what a player pool would look like, maybe a little bit less depending on how good the value is if I don't have to distribute it. Like last night, the value was fantastic. You just go and get Jeff Teague. You just go and get Aaron Baines. You don't really have to have much value. It lowers your player pool at that point. When you put 100% of uh, Aaron Baines and like 70% of Jeff Teagues into your lineup, you're not going to get as much other value options in there. So you have a smaller player pool. So that's kind of how that works. But yeah, check out patreon down below if you want check out super Draft. there's also some other offers free strategy guides down there you can check out as well um a hundred dollar positive bonus on drafters things like that so starting at the top Damian Lillard there's just no payoff options on the slate like I'm not even that thrilled or, or intrigued by playing Damian Lillard so he did play 32 minutes in the last game a game that ended up blowing out I was projecting him for just normal run of like 35 36 minutes in that one um but he did end up going in, in, they they end up winning by 21. So if I'm just looking at sort of what happened in that game, Damian Lillard doesn't end up playing the final three minutes of the game, three minutes and 20 seconds, because the game blows out. They put in all the the bench players. So he was on pace to play. He played 32 minutes in this one. He was on pace to play 35 and a half minutes. And he was probably going to close that out because he came on for a five minute stint. And then the game absolutely blew out in the fourth quarter. Um, They ended up going on like a, uh, at that point, 13 to one run and the game ended. So uh, Damian Lillard, I'm going to project for 35, 36 minutes at 9,600. He looks pretty good on DraftKings just because of the points upside, right? So if you're just looking at overall players today, you have no Embiid, potentially no Trey Young at 10,100. If Trey Young's in, I'll have interest, right? If he's in playing a normal role of 36 minutes at 10,100 on a slate with no other up options, Trey Young will be my player pool. Um, But other than that, you're starting at Damian Lillard is the most expensive option if Trey was to be out at 9600 and I do prefer him to Jokic. There's no Ben Simmons at 9000, so this league's really weird where if Trey Youngs ends up being out, you have two players above 8000 above the $9000 flat range to choose from because of injuries. Jokic and Damian Lillard I would prefer Lillard there just for a ceiling upside. Jokic, if there's no Tristan Thompson and no Drummond, looks a lot more appealing in a front court of Larry Nance and Kevin Love. Kevin Love is the small five. But if one or two of those centers are in, it's a little bit more of a difficult matchup for Jokic. Um, Nothing crazy, but I'll just take Lillard. I'm going to project him for 36 minutes probably in this one he's my favorite play on DraftKings. The 1x multiplier in super draft, it's not going to be that great. 17,600 on a fantasy draft is still pretty solid. Hassan Whiteside at 8,900, his teammate, hard not to like him, um, giving him 33 minutes at this point. He has a 1.1x multiplier in super draft. That seems pretty appealing. Now he's going to take up your only center spot. So there's potentially some other options down there. And when I run the projections, you can see how they play out. But Hassan side looks uh, pretty fine at this point. I mean, you, you know what you're going to get out of White side. He currently shoots 90% of his shots from either at the rim, which is fantastic. He's making 62% of his shots, so great effective field goal percentage. Or he's shooting him from short mid-range. You get 1% shot from three. He is the definition of a traditional center, but you're getting the blocks upside the steals. You're getting huge minutes out of this guy who is a 1.3 fantasy point per minute producer. I'll take that all day. John Collins at eighty eight hundred. I kind of like John Collins either way, it, it, just on the type of slate that this is. Whether if uh, Trey Young plays or not, I obviously like him a lot more if Trey Young is out. If Trey Young is out, eighty eight hundred dollars on DraftKings is a fantastic option at that point. Um, what you end up getting with Trey Young being out as we alluded to a little bit earlier, is John Collins averaging 1.22 fantasy points per minute. And that's only in 278 minutes. Um, there's probably a chance that I'll project him today for like a 1.25 guy against Memphis, who's still down in their front court. Jaron Jackson playing a lot smaller, still down Brandon Clark. A uh, 1.25X multiplier would become one of the best plays for me on Super draft if Trey Young was out. Fantasy Draft 16,700 looks strong. Tobias Harris, I'm going to project for 1.2 fantasy points per minute against a weak Golden State frontcourt. 1.45x multiplier in super draft looks like his best price. DraftKings 8,300 looks strong. Christian Wood, they're, they're finally getting Christian Wood's um <laughs> pricing right, and it makes it a little bit harder. So Christian Wood right now, I would prefer Tobias Harris for $100 more, but there's nothing wrong with Christian Wood's price point. He's shooting 70% of his shot attempts from at the rim or the short mid-range. You still get 24% of his shot attempts, um, Currently coming from three point range, so he's not a traditional center or power forward by any means. Uh, and then what you end up getting from him as well is a 20% usage rate. Um, and that's really strong for a center. Still no Derrick Rose. He's out for probably, I mean, they should just sit him out for the year, but probably just another week, week and a half, or two weeks. Uh, so that's 30% usage out of the lineup. Looks strong. Steph Curry, $8,000 slot. Price point doesn't change. Played 27 minutes in the last game. Um, scored around 42 fantasy points. So the issue for me is Steph Curry's on this list. He should be in yellow. I want to hear what they say about Steph Curry's minutes limit. If they say that it's going to stay the same, which I feel like it should after just one game, then I'm probably going to project Steph Curry for somewhere around 28 minutes. It seems like that's what a cap would be. In 28 minutes against a banged the Philadelphia team, Steph Curry at $8,000 can hit a 50 point ceiling. There's no doubt about it. We've seen him just sit out fourth quarters with the Golden State Warriors plenty of times because they're blowing teams out. If his minutes limit is raised to 30, well then yeah, I like Steph Curry a lot more. At 28 minutes, he's in a player pool for me as a GPP only option. His ceiling is highly limited, but in a range where there's not a lot of guards in the, the 7K range, honestly, and in, in, in the 8K range at all, and then you're getting up to Damian Lillard, if you're trying to fill out a guards in your lineup for upside, you're just kind of in a dead zone. After you see Damian Lillard, it's it's not much more. Um, no Trey Young right now, I'm projecting it as. So yeah, there, there's not a lot. So just from a, a game theory standpoint of how many guards you actually have, he looks decent. Gobert, Val in the seven carryings just look okay. Um, Joval out of 1.45, 1.4 multiplier in dra- uh, Super Draft is my favorite against Atlanta's front court today of Dwayne Dedman um, and like Bruno Fernando. I do like that Hunter even if they go small. Gobert 7600 completely fine. Uh, nothing against that. He's not on the Super Draft slate. Larry Nance I have it as yellow. If Larry Nance at 7100 is going to be starting yet again because Drummond and Thompson are out, 1.5x multiplier will be one of the best plays you can find on Super Draft today. 7100 on DraftKings against Denver tougher matchup, but he's just gonna play 35 plus minutes that over fantasy point per minute so it's hard to ignore jamal murray in the sixth range murray and horford stand out horford i prefer more like i know it's a different position but 1.6 x multiplier and super draft is strong 1.17 fantasy points per minute with no bead simmons or richardson this year i do like him power forward center eligible jamal murray just has a ceiling for gpp's i prefer him only in gpp's against a cleveland backcourt that is already atrocious and now they don't even have their backups to their backups like they don't have garland they don't have porter they don't have the backups to the backups and dante exum um, so yeah, it's, it's a really strong matchup for Murray who can hit a GPP ceiling, $5,900 Marquise Chris looks a little bit better if Draymond's out from a rebounding perspective, but matchup against Horford, I'm not too concerned about, uh, Horford's his Harris front court. Mike Scott's been starting at the four. So he's really been in the front court as of late. Uh, looks like an okay play. Probably like it the most on fantasy draft at 11,200. Kevin Porter's in yellow at 5,600. I like Kevin Porter probably either way is a value option, even if Trey Young's in, but the only way I'm probably going to force him into some lineups and really prioritize him is if Trey Young is out. You get him out around a 0.9 fantasy point per minute producer. You get him from playing around 35 to 37 minutes, and he'll look really good on all formats today. Eric Pascal, only interested if Draymond misses. If Draymond does miss, $5,500 on DraftKings. Probably my favorite price point on him. 1.7x multiplier in SuperDraft. Seems like his ceiling's a little bit capped, but uh, I'm not terribly against getting there. Will Barton's price point continues to drop. He continues to play twenty eight to thirty two minutes, so he's a fantasy point per minute producer. He's been a little bit worse as of late. Murray's been taking on a lot of usage. Paul Millsap's been taking a lot of his rebounding rates. Murray, the assist percentage as well. Jokic just cuts into everything. So with this team healthy, it has been impacting Will Barton. But fifty three hundred dollars on DraftKings is still a very good price point. Next up, you get Mike Conley. This is a broken price point. This uh, game in Utah is not on the sleep, but fifty nine hundred dollar Mike or forty nine hundred dollar Mike Conley and ten thousand dollars on fantasy draft both of those against a banged up Detroit team. It's going to be starting Brandon Knight today. It's just insane. Um, Mike Conley is a great player across all boards. Dylan Brooks, Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap didn't close last game, only played 20 minutes. He ended up losing like five to six minutes in closing run. Really burnt my lineups at only 19 fantasy points after starting the first quarter with like 13. But Millsap, I'll go back to Dylan Brooks, I'll go back to. Interesting play today is going to be Bruce Brown at $4,700. $9,000 on fantasy draft. That's a really strong play at 4700 He's going to be, depends on if there's a minutes limit or not, but He's going to be entering a rotation that doesn't have Derrick Rose. Obviously, no more Reggie Jackson. Anthony Melton, Dwayne Denman, Jeff Teague to close it all out. Teague, only if you get no Trey Young yet again. Anthony Melton, at 4,400, going to play 22 to 24 fantasy points. Dwayne Denman at 4,300. Looks pretty solid as well. Uh, fantasy point minute producer, 20 plus minutes. Thank you for tuning into this video. I do appreciate you all tuning in. Um, my name is Sal. Thank you so much. Hit the subscribe button. Check out Super Draft, and check out the Patreon exclusive uh, projections linked down below. Peace out, gang. And enjoy your weekend.